Hi, my name is John Kim, and I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth. I share my feelings and revelations. I believe in casual or clinical and with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. There is so much noise out there, especially when it comes to self-betterment, and that's why I created TAT text. I'm actually using texting as a mental program. It's like the program you uh, get at the gym, but this is for your mental and emotional state. Every week there's a different topic. One week would maybe relationships, the next week uh, codependency, next week dating, etc. And at the end of the week, you get a private link to a Google Doc that takes you deeper. A lot of how to, right? It's not just information, but it's like, what do we do with this information? So, If you want to wake up with something that is going to reposition your mindset and set you up for a day that you can maneuver in the best version of yourself, come check out my text. You could get them at theangrytherapist.com or on my Instagram at theangrytherapist. See you in your phone. Hey, just want to remind you before I get into the three things that can poison your relationship, uh, the lab is now taking drop-ins. So just like your yoga class or your um, fitness class, you could now jump into a codependency class. Um, These are all live classes. Or uh, if you're healing from a narcissistic relationship, we have a class for that. Uh, Book clubs and uh, all sorts of wellness classes, just go to www.com. Do people still say that? www. That, am I dating myself? Um, go to tat, T-A-T, slash, lab, L-A-B, dot com. Okay, the three things that will poison your relationship. Now, I got this from, because I'm reading a book, and by reading, I mean listening to, because I, I don't know, I just I have a hard time reading. There's a book called The Four Noble Truths. And the book is by um, Susan Piver. Sorry. The the book is by Susan Piver. And it's interesting because what she does is she kind of hangs um, the, the – she talks about relationships through the lens of Buddhism, which I think is really interesting. Buddhism is one of my – and I'm going to call it a theoretical orientation. Um, it's, it's, what, it's, it's what really – gets me I think the fastest to change my lenses perspective you know to pull back it's super helpful uh hard to do right the principles of Buddhism it's very um difficult to execute or practice but um I do I do love them anyway um she she looks at love through the lens of Buddhism which I think is really interesting but there's a part in there um and I'm only halfway done with the book where she talks about the poisons of a relationship And I thought this was really interesting. And I'm going to kind of street level it for you. So one poison is passion. And I know you're like, what? Is that, that's a poison? And by passion, she means grasping. Because, you know, Buddhism is all about non-attachment. And, and by grasping, we're we're talking about, um, because I like the idea that you either hold a relationship or you grab. And so... She's talking about grabbing. She's talking about um, the kind of love uh, with with an angle, with um, wanting something back. Um, the kind of love where you uh, you hold something over someone's head, right? The kind of love where um, 
you want someone to do something or to be somebody or to, you know, um, a change in a, you know, like all of this kind of grabbing, kind of subtly controlling, forming, molding behavior. Um, and it's labeled under passion because passion makes us do these things. You know, I think we're not aware that we are grabbing. It's easy to file grabbing under passion. You know, it's easy to say, well, I, um, you know, I'm, I'm just being like that because I love you so much, right? <laughs> I'm being controlling because I love you so much and I care about you so much that I don't want you to wear that outfit. <laughs> that has nothing to do with my jealousy or insecurity. That has to do with me loving you so hard. Um, so passion is, is, uh, well, in her book, it's passion, but in, in, um, in my language, it would be grabbing. So grabbing is one poison. Uh, uh, grabbing is something that can poison your relationship for sure. And of course, it's not just a one-time thing, right? Because we're not perfect, but it's this general behavior. It's the pattern of grabbing. Okay, number two, aggression. And it sounds obvious, but um, aggression doesn't have to come in the form of, you know, punching someone in the face. Aggression can be subtle. Aggression can be uh, gaslighting. Aggression can be uh, passive aggressiveness, right? Uh, being passive aggressive. Aggression can be holding um, a space that's very judgmental, you know? So that is number two. That's something that will poison your relationship. And number three is ignorance. <laughs> and, this, and this is hilarious because you're like, uh, okay. Um, and, and by ignorance, um, because she's talking about through Buddhism, you know, she doesn't mean that if you are dumb, you are putting poison into your relationship, right? Because people, if people who are not smart, um, it's not their fault, right? It's that's they're just not smart. So, and it doesn't. So it doesn't mean that um, that if you're not smart, you can't have healthy love. Man, that would be sad. Wouldn't that suck if if you weren't smart? And not by not being smart, you're automatically poisoning your relationship. That that really, that you know what that's like. That's like um, like sloths. I I think um, they really got the uh, short end of the stick. It's like they're slow, and they're like they can't even. They have nothing to protect themselves. It's it's like a like you know porcupines. They have those uh, thorns that sh they shoot out. Um, even though they may be slow, right? But every animal has something. But a sloth, I, just, I feel so bad for them because, and I've seen one in in, um, in Costa Rica, and they're adorable, and they're just kind of sitting there in, in the tree. And I, I'm, I, I would think like they're, they're just complete prey, and they're so helpless, and they're 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 cute. And they're they're like slow. It's like oh man, I just felt I feel really bad for sloth. But anyway, um, I'm getting on a tangent. But if you if you were not smart, and by not being smart, that was a poison in your relationship, that would be equivalent to you being a sloth, getting the short end of the stick. But that is not true. You can be dumb, and that is okay. You could still build a healthy relationship. We'll be right back after this brief message. 
This episode is brought to you by Skillshare. Listen, make 2020 a year where you can explore new skills, deepening existing passions, and get lost in creativity. I talk a lot about creativity and the power of creativity and how that mindset opens you wide for amazing things to happen. Skillshare is an online learning community that offers membership with meaning. So much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives. I've used Skillshare to learn how to podcast better. I've used Skillshare to learn how to blog better. I've used Skillshare to execute structure in my content. I'm going to right now give you two months free. Just go to Skillshare.com forward slash angry. Skillshare.com forward slash angry for two months of Skillshare absolutely for free. This is a year that you can exercise your creativity muscles. You have absolutely no more excuses. Go check out Skillshare. So by ignorance, she does not mean smart or dumb. Um, she's talking about uh, um, what, what I would call a form of hiding, right? Uh, I talk about transparency a lot. I talk about showing yourself a lot. And so the way that I interpret it, I shouldn't say what, what you know, her definition, but the way that I, I took it is um, ignorance in the sense of not truly showing your authentic self. So that definitely um, poisons a relationship. And I think, I think that's the, the, you know what, that's the most important because it's the least obvious, you know? Um, and I think it's the hardest thing to do because uh, it's really hard for us to show ourselves, right? It's really hard for us to be vulnerable. It's really hard for us to um, show who we really are because one, we're not used to it because of the world that we live in. Um, the world doesn't encourage and promote us to show our unique selves. It uh, encourages us to exchange that, to hide that for some kind of membership or uh, something in return, you know, love, compliments, whatever. And so because we've been trained that way, it's really hard when we get into a relationship to really show who we are. But if you don't, then it's a poison. I also think if you don't, it's false advertising, you know. So... Three things that can be poisoning your relationship. Uh, take a black light to your relationship. Or if you're not in one, then the relationships you have been in, so you could learn and bring more to the table in your next one. Are you grabbing? Uh, is there aggression? And um, are you hiding? Are you not showing yourself? Those three things. And if you are doing these three things, they also, um, according to Susan, they shrink your mind. And I, I don't even think it shrinks your mind. It shrinks your soul, you know. It, it shrinks you as a person. It makes you invisible. I think in any relationship, whether it's romantic or uh, friendships or with family, uh, any relationship, if you are grabbing, and by grabbing, it, you know, um, um, attaching, um, being codependent, trying to control all of that, uh, not only is that exhausting, but that is going to shrink your soul, right? You're going to, you're going to lose yourself. Um, and then aggression, um, judgment, trying to manipulate, uh, you know, being, uh, being aggressive in the sense of um, going past someone's boundaries, you know, not accepting and supporting one's uh, 
someone else's space and story, right? That can be a form of aggression. That will shrink your soul. And then, um, of course, hiding. Hiding, walking um, on eggshells and not like addressing things that are important to you and not expressing yourself, not telling someone how you want to be loved, not telling someone how you want to be touched, how you want to be heard, how you want to be treated. All of that shrinks your soul. Anyway, uh, I thought this was an interesting concept uh, in a way into looking at love through a um, Buddhist perspective. And if you want to check out her book, uh, Susan Piver, and the book is called The Four Noble Truths of Love. Thank you for listening. Be well. Listen, if you are great at helping other people and you have a passion for that, and you want to find personal freedom and level up the skills you already have, it's time to become a life coach. When I became a coach, there was nothing like this out there. And so I developed this coaching training program alongside Noel Cordo, Journey Coaching. That's J-R-N-I. And it is amazing. It's 100% live. It's everything that I wish I had when I was starting out. Meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, lifetime support and business development, ICF certified. Just go to theangrytherapist.com, my website, and click on become a coach and explore the journey coaching intensive. See you in class.